At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, so Tuesday night, VSIN tonight, show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Welcome to the big show. And uh, Wes Reynolds, I just got a text from uh, professional sports better Chris Sanook. He said, I wish you didn't take the night off. We're here. No. We're always here. Like Bill Belichick says, yes. no days off. No days off. Yeah. No days off. As long as we are here, it doesn't matter where here is. And this show has been moved back to 8 to 11 p.m. Pacific, for those who didn't know. I've been getting a lot of messages from people about this mm-hmm. over the past week. Some like it. Some don't. you got to learn to live with it. Yeah. We like it. Yes. We like the late show. What did you say you wanted to change the name of this show to? Be Sin After Dark. I like that. Okay. Right now it's VSIN tonight. It could be VSIN late night. VSIN yeah, late, ni- late night with VSIN. Uh, whatever it is, but we are here. So uh, what, what, is, uh, what does uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair say? Uh, whether you like it or you don't like it, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. <laughs> Woo! I can't take it. Another dog going to overtime. Oh, You've got to go. be kidding. Here we go. <laughs> I am so sick of dogs dying in overtime this week. And Wyoming plus five and a half is about to hit a free throw and go to, and I couldn't even jinx it. 55% foul shooter, and he and makes, he makes both. both. And it's tied at 61 with 5.7 seconds to go. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How many times can you lose with a dog in overtime in a week? Yeah, we're, we're, on, we're on the same side here, that being the uh, Wyoming Cowboys, now tied 61 apiece with UNLV, 5.7 to go in Laramie. Unbelievable. I guess said over uh, Saturday and Sunday went ten and three on plays to put up on BSN on the column, and then two on Sunday. All three losses were in overtime with underdogs. Mm-hmm. I don't want another one. I can't take it. I'm so sick of this crap. It's uh, yeah, and I know it, it happens. Uh, usually for me, it happens more on totals when I have unders, and all of a sudden, you know, you're like you're kind of in that middle where it's like you're about twelve to fifteen clear. And then, you know, there's going to be fouls at the end. Uh, one of the rules I'd like to see change is uh, reset those fouls in overtime, you know, where you don't automatically right. have a bonus. And then you just have another five minutes of a free throw parade. Mm-hmm. 
which yeah. I think is kind of hurting college basketball, to be honest with you, in terms of these times, uh, these games not getting done within a two hour window, which it's impossible anymore. I guess it's a good idea. UNLV Wyoming tied at 61, 5.7 seconds ago. Rebels turned the ball over. Wyoming got the steal, went down, got fouled, hit two free throws, and we got a tie game. Number one, Houston survives tonight, Wes. Not an extremely impressive performance by the Cougars, but as Kelvin Sampson says, it's not always a beauty contest. No, it's not. Uh, one, one of the few I actually uh, were able to get fortunate on tonight, uh, to be honest with you, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Cincinnati getting within the number. And look, uh, Cincinnati, obviously, you know, on the outside looking in for the tournament, they're still going to play hard. They're not a bad team, but they're just in a really tough conference and and tough to get a win. But the uh, the Cougars uh, handled their business at home uh, in the Big 12, 67 to 59. There was another team in the Big 12 not quite so fortunate at home tonight. Yeah, Kansas went down to uh, BYU. And I was a little bit surprised there was a move on Kansas today. Last night you were seeing that number at six and a half, seven. And today it popped up Kansas minus eight. Kevin McCuller uh, out with a knee injury for the Jayhawks and West. I consider him to be the team MVP. Why yeah. do you think money was showing up on well, Kansas? Well, and, and, and schematically, uh, th- this was, I think, a – uh, a better match or worse matchup, I should say, for Kansas, uh, because, uh, you know, Kansas on Saturday had Texas that, you know, doesn't really do as much off ball movement, certainly than than BYU does. That's what Mark Pope runs. And and I think they took advantage. They took advantage of it, uh, you know, just be able to, you know, move the ball around. And and by the way, BYU had some three point regression coming too. They were six of thirty one from the three at Kansas State on Saturday. So usually, that's at least going to kind of come closer to the middle. But yeah, McCuller was a big loss because of what BYU does off the ball, moving and screening and whatnot. And uh, uh, BYU it had had tough times on the road this season, no no question about it. Uh, but uh, we're able to get a big win. I think that cinches BYU into the tournament if they weren't already cinched in already. Cougars are going to be in. I don't think they can play in the Friday-Sunday game. So yeah, yeah. So I, think they, I think they got to go Thursday-Saturday. Thursday, but, Saturday. but the Cougs hit 13 threes tonight. KU, 3 of 15. Well, we said that's the weakness. So the Jayhawks, they're three-point shooting. And uh, Johnny Furphy has helped that a little bit, but not tonight. Uh, Jayhawks, Achilles heel... Comes back to haunt them, uh, their week three point shooting in that loss. And that and the loss of uh, Kevin McCuller, who, again, I will say, I think is Kansas's MVP. So tonight, Kansas closed an eight-point favorite pretty much across the board. Loses 76-68 at Allen Fieldhouse. Big win for BYU. And then number one, Houston, back on top of the pole for the first time since last season. 13.5-point favorites, total of 132. West has never threatened a total. 67 to 59 uh cougars win by eight and it stays uh, way under yeah cincinnati kept playing uh, uh till the end there they actually i think cut it to six and in, in the final minute and end up losing by eight houston at one point i think was up like 17 but uh you know houston it's it, sometimes it's tough for them to cover big numbers they get ahead of the number and then you know teams keep playing and houston can go a little empty from the field at times and that's what concerned you with houston if the draw breaks their way they can absolutely go to the final four and they can win it all for that matter but if they get teams that are like elite shot making teams mm-hmm. they could be in trouble and uh, uh they did not have an elite shot making team tonight fortunately with cincinnati 
I'll give you one team that's easy to figure and one team that's uh, becoming impossible to figure. One team that's easy is Georgetown. Just don't bet on Georgetown, <laughs> bet against or pass. Uh, Georgetown tonight, a 15-point dog of Villanova goes down big 75-47. to 47. How about Indiana? I can't figure out this team. A week ago, we thought great spot at home against Nebraska. Circle the wagons for the Hoosiers. They get blown out by the Cornhuskers. Tonight, as four-point home dogs, Khalil Ware and the Hoosiers beat Wisconsin 74-70. to I think we figured out the Badgers. They're just bad now. Yeah, perhaps I should have bet the, uh, the alma mater tonight uh, because if you remember the first game. Game goes to overtime in Laramie, yeah, Wyoming. Yes. You had a wide-open jumper. Game goes to OT. Ah, this is so aggravating. All right, Six, go 61 ahead. apiece in uh, Laramie, so we'll see if we can get the Cowboys home at the AA. But uh, Don't be with, optimistic. With Indiana, I know there's nothing worse than hope. As we always say, uh, Indiana first meeting against Wisconsin. Remember, Kalal Ware didn't play tonight. He did and, and, right. and played very well. Twenty seven points, 11 rebounds. Just Wisconsin had no answer for him down low whatsoever. Indiana actually didn't get outperformed that much by the three. They, ne- they never really outshoot their opponent from the three, but they made six tonight. Mm-hmm. which is like making 15 for another team. They got uh, off to a hot start. I think uh, Indiana shooting tonight was uh, I have to double-check this, Wes. You might know. That might be the best shooting performance of the season for Hoosiers against a quality opponent. I, I, it probably is. 29-47 overall. Uh, uh, they did have a 15-point lead in the first half. Uh, trailed by three, though, at the under-eight timeout uh, when they bring the flags and play the William Tell Overture at Assembly Hall in the second half. But nevertheless, gutted it out. Uh, Xavier Johnson, by the way, uh, was back tonight, only played about 15 minutes, uh, uh, just scored five points. Uh, uh, Trey Galloway, who we know has been playing out of position for this team all year. He's a wing that's having to basically be your point guard. 12 assists tonight, though, mm-hmm. for Trey Galloway. So uh, who should get a win? And man, Wisconsin, all of a sudden, is it like, do we need uh, as ridiculous as it sounds? It's like, do we you need to have a talk about Greg Gard here? Uh, uh, 20 and 15 last year, didn't make the tournament, made the NIT. They're 18 and 10 right now. I think they probably have enough quality wins, having beaten Marquette, having beaten SMU, having beaten Virginia, uh, Michigan State. But 18 and 10, 10 and 7, this team was uh, 16 and 4 and 8 and 1 at the end of January. Well, I'm going to give you something this here. This has been freaky February for the Badgers. On February 1st, Wisconsin was 8 and 1 in the Big Ten and had an 18 point lead in the second half at Nebraska. Mm hmm. Blew that lead and has since two and six. Two and six after eight and one in the Big Ten. Now, I'm not going to even jump into the great guard conversation yet because if the Badgers get to the tournament, let's say like a seven seed and they win a game, guard's not going to get fired. Right. So, you know, let's wait and see what happens in the month of March. Uh, but this is a stunning fall from grace for the Wisconsin Badgers. We'd be remiss not to mention the Kentucky Wildcats tonight because. That was such a hot topic for us on the show last night. Kentucky off the 117-point performance against Alabama, opened a two-and-a-half-point underdog at Mississippi State. That was the DraftKings number. Went up to four-and-a-half. A lot of sharp money in the market. The public was on the dog, the Wildcats. Sharp money on the Mississippi State up to four-and-a-half. And what a comeback by Kentucky to win this game, 91-88. to And how about the game-winning shot, Wes? Yeah, Reed Shepard uh, with the game-winner after a Mississippi State had come back because they, they went down by a couple possessions and then played that foul game late, got back in. Reed Shepard lay in at the buzzer. 
9189. I had Mississippi State as part of a money line parlay, and uh, uh, that did not go well. Reed Shepard, though, 32 points for the Wildcats. And, you know, people, if, if, if people are wondering why this guy is a lottery pick or a projected lottery pick, don't wonder anymore. This kid can really play. He's a good athlete. Good genes. Father Jeff Shepard, of course, part of yeah. a uh, national title team uh, down there at Kentucky when he played for Rick Patino. And, you know, the kid kid is a, is a really good athlete and a really good shooter, and there's room for bucket getters in that league. So uh, Reed Shepard uh, not going to have any problem uh, getting drafted in the NBA. Antonio Reeves also 21 for the Wildcats. Uh, Tolu Smith 21 and 10 in a losing effort. And then uh, Hubbard uh, with 34 for Mississippi State, Josh Hubbard, but not enough as the Wildcats get a big win. All right, you like to deliver bad news to me when games are going wrong. Give me some good news on uh, the Wake-Notre Dame game. I've got Notre Dame plus six and a half. Did it get there or not? My screen is not updating. I am looking right now. Notre Dame is actually up 66 to 62 uh, with 10 seconds left to go. No overtime. No, uh, they're going to the line, too, by the way. Uh, so Irish looking promising that they are going to get a win over Wake Forest in that in that spot. And I ended up not playing it because I was like, I know it's the good spot to go against them. But. But are they going to have a chip on their shoulder? It's like, hey, they're talking about the court storm and not us. Well, now they're going to be talking about a loss for the Demon Deacons. Jimmy Ott, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, going to be on to talk college hoops and the SEC at 830 Pacific. Stay tuned. The Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. We're going to talk some NFL betting later in the show. We've got some news, or we call it rumors, about Justin Fields, Bears quarterback. And it does look like Fields is going to be on the move, Wes. We will hit on that later in the show tonight. Shohei Otani, Showtime, debuts with the Dodgers. We got that later, uh, too, and he uh, debuts in style. For the Dodgers in spring training today. And uh, we've also got more college hoops to talk about as uh, you and I sweat out several games coming down the stretch uh, right now. Near the half, 
in uh, Fort Collins, actually going to the half now. How about this? Nevada Wolfpack down their number two leading scorer tonight. Up 11 at Colorado State, 39-28. to 28. The Nevada Wolfpack 20-0 when leading at halftime this season. And they have an 11-point lead over the Rams in Fort Collins without Keenan Blackshear. That was some injury news that uh, we had a tip on that proved to be correct, but it did not prove to be valuable because right. apparently Keenan Blackshear being out might be a positive for the Wolfpack. Well, and I didn't end up on the side here because, uh, you know, we saw that this got to eight and then there was buyback. And there was kind of buyback all day, really, really on this game. I think uh, a lot, some six and a half showed at the end here. So if that's going through seven, I know we talk about seven in football, but you got to talk about it in basketball, too, because that's the first number where it's a three possession game, of course. Uh, so that is a very key number. So once that started going through the six and a half, that did kind of scare me off. I do uh, uh, have the total here at a bad number, unfortunately, because when that Blackshear got officially announced, then it crashed uh, uh, to the total at 137. Uh, so I actually have over 140. I have a terrible number sometimes you got to win with win with the worst of it and you'll lose with the best of it that's just what happens well q your uh, comment about seven being a key number clemson a seven point favorite over pittsburgh and the game lands on seven 69 62 so the tigers needed that win they got it falls right on the number tonight how about boise air force the falcons uh, off that big win in albuquerque 18 and a half point underdogs to the Lobos at the pit, and they won the game 78 77 on Saturday afternoon. Well, tonight, the Falcons come home and get crushed by the Boise State Broncos 79 to 48. Boise was bet up from 9.5 to 11.5, so sharp money on the Boise side in that one. It was a two-point game at the half, and then yeah. all Broncos in the second half. Second half loser on the uh, under for me. So, uh, yeah, Boise State, this was 26-24, to 24, or no, 28-26, I believe, at halftime. So 51-22 to 22 in the second half for the Broncos. I'm going to throw a team at you. I want to see if you think this team is uh, legit, maybe a possible sleeper for the tournament. Oh, boy. Um, Dayton. A 10.5-point favorite over Davidson gets the win on the cover, 80-66. to 66. Uh, The Flyers have been very impressive. We've talked a little bit about this team, but not a lot. Do you think Dayton could be a team that uh, maybe pulls an upset or makes some noise in the NCAA tournament? Well, March? look, uh, they, they slow the tempo. They got four junior starters. They got a big kid, Deron Holmes, uh, who should be an All-American candidate, the 6'10 uh, uh, junior wow. forward. But, uh, uh, yeah, Dayton, I, I think uh, – absolutely could make some noise here they've got five losses so far this year in terms of their good wins they beat st john's they beat smu they beat cincinnati so they don't have like i guess what you would call huge marquee wins but you watch this team and they slow the tempo uh 348 uh uh, make you make you uh, take time off the clock takes you a while to get in your offense with a little bit of backcourt pressure they shoot the three very well at 39 percent uh so the 17th and adjusted offensive efficiency yeah, this is one of those teams that I think when it gets to a close game in the tournament, you know, those games in the high 50s, low 60s that inevitably happen sometimes in the first round, those are the type of grinder games that this team can win. And uh, the Dayton Flyers, 22-5. and five. So I think that they would probably get an at-large bid out of the A-10. Uh, the bid stealer might have to be who's going to win the uh, conference. Right now, actually, Richmond, 20-7, uh, and 12-2, beat Dayton earlier this year. They are currently the leaders in the A-10. Loyal Chicago has been playing really good ball too, twenty and eight, twelve and three, and uh, uh, VCU uh, ten and four in the league.
Sorry. Sweating out the end of this uh, UNLV-Wyoming game is ridiculous. Wyoming kid just missed a layup. UNLV gets rebound, gets fouled up four with 7.3 seconds to go. We've got plus five and a half. Do you think we can get one missed free throw out of two? Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think that we can. Uh, uh, as long as they didn't foul Deedon Thomas, which I don't believe they did. So this is Rob Whaley at the line with a 65% foul shooter. 65%. Can you miss one? Just miss one. This is how people sweat out college basketball games. And he made the first mm-hmm. nothing but net. Nothing but net on the first attempt. So we got 74-69. We got plus five and a half. Seven seconds ago. How many overtime games can you lose with the underdog in one week? How many? Can you miss a free throw here? Rob Whaley shot number two and nothing Good. but net both times. And now Wyoming's going to call a timeout floor, down yeah. six. You know, I waited for this number to go to six, two, and it never did. No, no. Yeah, it stayed five. It actually closed uh, four and right. a half at a very sharp, <laughs> faraway store. So I think there was, uh, you know, sometimes uh, sharp money loses too. So it uh, looks like uh, well, maybe some of it was on Wyoming today. In overtime. What, what can you do? I wish there was a buyout option. Uh, you know, that when you place a bet on an underdog, you could buy insurance mm-hmm. and say that if the game goes to OT, you take half your winnings or something like that. I would love uh, that for totals. About half. That's bad math. But anyway, well, you would love that for if you bet unders. Yes. Unders and underdogs. Yes. Develop some sort of buy insurance option because, uh, geez, I can't lose with four underdogs in the span of uh, three days. In overtime, four dogs in overtime. How about Notre Dame tonight? A uh, six and a half point dog. At least the Irish get it done for me. 70 to 65, they do get the win, Wes. How about Eric Musselman in Arkansas? You talk about a coach who's struggling. Michael Lombardi of uh, VSEN apparently in Fayetteville to talk to the team. He's friends with Muss. Mm hmm. Apparently giving a speech to the team, and I guess it didn't work because Arkansas, a 10.5-point favorite, goes down to Jerry Stackhouse, Coach Vandy, 85-82. to 82. And this was a big loser for me. Uh, late Arkansas in the overnight at 9.5, at, at and, and uh, got down at the half, actually got down double digits. They made a little rally at the end, but 85-82. to 82. This is a Vanderbilt team that's 7-20 and 20 that – from all my all sources I hear that are trying to negotiate that buyout for Jerry Stackhouse. It's not going well. They, I believe this is now their third win in the SEC. But Arkansas, look, they had started to show signs. They covered three games. They'd won two in a row, won at A&M, uh, beat Mizzou. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know, they're going to get a couple wins here late in the season. And uh, uh, that came to a screeching halt tonight. This team has not gotten right all year. Remember this team beat Duke? Oh, yeah. In November? Oh, yeah. Well, I remember one year when Indiana was a top five team in November and didn't make the tournament. Yes. That was the Tom Crean coach there's, team. There's always right? one, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas looked pretty good in November. Impressive uh, performance against Purdue in a preseason scrimmage type game and uh, then beat Duke and then totally uh, fell apart. Here we're going to get the last shot for Wyoming. It's not looking promising. Big ball. As uh, he throws the ball off uh, – Defender's foot out of bounds. Not sure what they're trying to do. Yeah, we would rather run them run the than cover run the play. cover play. Run the cover play and take the layup. Yes. Kid missed the layup. The lad, they're not going to do it. They're, they're going to shoot a they're three. They're going to chuck a bad three. He's going to – oh, jeez. Can't even get if a If they even off. get a one off. That's not even close. Nope. UNLV oh. 75-69 final score in Laramie. We take a commercial break. I'm going to break something. <clears throat> this is ridiculous. One thing that's getting broken huh? is uh, is uh, my account tonight, at least. Uh, all right. 
What else we got tonight? Utah State and Fresno and San Jose State and San Diego State and the Mountain West. That's well, a split for me on those two games, but it should have been 2-0. That's the same uh, song and dance from Saturday, Wes. Mm-hmm. Too many underdog losers in overtime. Not always fun. One underdog that at least is going to be a winner, one of my few tonight, uh, uh, Texas, 81-64, to 64, 41 seconds left to go. Uh, so uh, Longhorns uh, on the road uh, do rebound. Uh, by the way, no Warren Washington for, uh, for uh, Texas Tech tonight. They're big guy, and Texas has absolutely had their way down low and had their way getting into the rim. So good rebound for Rodney Terry's bunch. Actually, when I came in here, I saw some fan threw something or was trying to get on the court, and they were, like, dragging him up the aisle way, uh, the, the security there. So security at least takes care of business at the United Spirit Arena, Texas, taking care of business tonight. I can't figure out this Texas team. Talking about Indiana's tough to figure. I think Indiana's a little bit easier to figure in, in certain spots. But this Texas, how do you figure this? This There was a lot of hype around this game in Lubbock tonight for the Red Raiders. And uh, I think they got the better coach, Grant McCaslin. Mm-hmm. Texas looked like a... Uh, I'll say a dead team, but a dying team in that blowout loss at Kansas on Saturday. Back-to-back road games, Longhorns go down to Lubbock and just completely take apart the Red Raiders. Yeah, neither team really shot uh, the ball, ball well from three tonight. But uh, McMillan came back. He had missed the last game. Uh, only had seven tonight. And then uh, Warren Washington uh, uh, not being available tonight. He tried to give it a go at UCF on Saturday. Uh, they're 6'11", kid. That absolutely hurts him. Uh, Already been a couple ejections in this game, by the way. 35 seconds left to go. Horns up by 15. All right, we're going to take a break. Jimmy Ott, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge. Talk more college hoops and SEC basketball specifically. Back in a few minutes here on BSEN tonight. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Check out VSIN's free MLB betting primer. If you want to bet the MLB smarter this year, download the free primer now for free at slash guide. It is free if you didn't hear me the first four times. slash guide for the MLB preview. All right, Jimmy Ott, ESPN Radio Baton Rouge joins us now. And Jimmy, I know you love baseball betting. Are you into spring training yet? Are you fully ho- fully focused on uh, college hoops in the NBA? Uh, all college hoops right now, Matt. Yeah. I mean, uh, a little a little peek towards college baseball. You know, something. actually made a play on uh, on South Carolina women uh, plus a dollar forty to win it all. I think the hunger factor with them, with uh, LSU and Iowa and Caitlin Clark and everybody else getting all the love and attention, a lot of uh, hunger factor for a deep team that could absorb a blow there as well. I know we gave you one of those plays earlier with LSU at home. So if LSU was catching 10 at home, where are they going to be catching on a neutral court against South Carolina in the tournament? They'll have a walk to the, uh, to the uh, final four. At Jimmy Ott, 1045 ESPN Radio Baton Rouge with us. And uh, Wes Reynolds here. And I know Wes is on your show uh, each week. And uh, hopefully he's been giving out a lot of golf winners, Jimmy. Has that been the case so far? Uh, he has. Yeah. He has. And our, uh, our podcast assistant, Max, picked up where he left off uh, with the Canadian uh, at, what, uh, 170 to 1. And uh, so, no, we've had a nice start. 
uh, to the golf season, no doubt about it. But man, the, you know, this is the, we're like the nouveau Reese down here in uh, in the SEC for basketball. Man, they finally spent a little bit of that overall athletic budget, some of that football money, and getting some quality coaches. And the coaches have what made it is what tur- has turned this league around. And uh, and man, in some of the 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 arenas are a little bit more electric than usual. You know, uh, Alabama. Uh, you know, the rivalries: Auburn, Alabama, Ole Miss, and State. All four of those games, the home team won and covered easily. Mm-hmm. And then it's a bounce back effect. And I know Matt, you've talked about this too. You know, when you lose so much emotion in a game, you know, Auburn blasts. You know, Alabama blasts Auburn. They go up to Knoxville and get routed. Auburn, I know we gave you this one when you're on our show. They beat Alabama. They go to Gainesville and get routed. You know, Kentucky with a great performance at Auburn. They lose at LSU. LSU turns around and loses to Mississippi State. You know, and then uh, Kentucky bounces back to beat Alabama. It's been a real the one in the you know the emotional angle that didn't work. One of them was kind of tonight, although Kentucky expects to win. You know, when they they beat Alabama on Saturday night, but South Carolina, who's a very mature and an older team, they went to Knoxville and won that game. And it was a suspicious line at home, minus six against Missouri, who hasn't won in conference play all year. And they 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 won by eight, but they they kind of handled it. They had a nice win on the road too on Saturday uh, at Ole Miss, which was really routine. So I like the you know the fact of they win the game in Tennessee. The player of the game, he turned it was his birthday. He turned twenty four. So they've got an old team. I know that's a theme around college basketball in general, but yeah, that South Carolina team is loaded down with older players. Jimmy Ott, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, and again. LSU tonight, a five-and-a-half-point favorite, a one-point win over Georgia, 67-66. A week ago, we watched LSU win at the buzzer against Kentucky by one. Jimmy, what do you uh, make of this Kentucky team? Tonight, there was a lot of sharp money against the Cats off that 117-point bomb they dropped on Bama. And um, Kentucky was a a four-and-a-half-point dog in a 91-89 win at Mississippi State. Yeah, Matt. And uh, before I talked about Kentucky, uh, LSU one by one uh, coming from behind in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. So three straight one point victories uh, for the Tigers that trying to trying to at least get to 500 to finish at nine and nine in league play. I, I, look, the, the Kentucky on paper, the Kentucky win at Auburn is their best. But Auburn did have some open shots in that game that they did miss. And so it was not played at the same level. Mississippi State, although they were favored in the last five games, uh, on this five-game winning streak, it was the clear soft spot in their schedule. Man, they came out ready to play. They were playing really, really good. I think the, the one thing when you're getting charged up by that uh, that home crowd, getting a little extra juice, sometimes it's a little harder to slow down the tempo. I thought they got caught up in a little bit too quick tempo and allowed Kentucky back in the game because 2-0 Smith, they had no answer for him when they played half-court set and were patient and got him the ball down low. And Look, man, nobody could shoot like Kentucky. I mean, we, I mean, we know that. We saw that very early, even in a loss, when the betting public made them the, the overall favorite to win it all. But I, I took them at 30-1 to one, uh, after two straight games of solid defense against Ole Miss and, uh, and down at Auburn. And I thought they, I thought it was a high-scoring game, but Mississippi State was just hot, man. That building was rocking. They have a little extra juice in the hump when Ole Miss and Kentucky come in there. And I just, I was really impressed with Kentucky. This is a bigger win, a more impressive win than the one at Auburn by double digits earlier.
And uh, Jimmy, uh, speaking of Auburn, uh, let's talk about them tomorrow. They will go down to Knoxville in the Thompson Bowling against the Tennessee Vols, who have won four in a row. Tennessee right now would be the number one seed in the SEC tournament, a tiebreaker over Alabama. Uh, Vols laying six and some six and a half out there in the market. Do you like the home favorite here to keep it rolling? I do. I think Tennessee is, you know, has been so close for so many years. I know, uh, you know, Matt's boilers that knocked them out in that run to the elite eight one year in a, a really close game in the sweet 16, but they've had an Achilles heel and that they've gone to sco- scoring slumps and connect has been the answer. He ripped off about five 30 point games in a row. And, you know, he could do more. He, he's like Shepard. I mean, they, they might look a certain uh, profile, but man, they got a little bit more than just a catch and shoot guys. And he is, he is going to be a high draft pick probably, uh, you know, a latter part of the top 10. I like Tennessee. They're more complete. Auburn, man, they play, they play 10 guys, at least 15 minutes. They love to get up and down, but they can win that tempo more at their, at their home place. So Tennessee is was experienced team. We'll play more of their tempo. And I like Tennessee at home in a big way tomorrow night. Sticking in the SEC, uh, the uh, late game tomorrow is Alabama going to uh, Ole Miss. And uh, Alabama laying six, uh, some five and a half also out there. Both these teams off uh, big double-digit losses. Uh, Jimmy, uh, road favorite or home dog here as uh, Alabama tied for the uh, lead in the SEC right now? Uh, I think the more desperate team, without a doubt, uh, to try and get in, bubble team. And that was a tough loss for them and kind of never in it. I had Ole Miss against South Carolina on Saturday and just just were never in it. Um, I'm looking for a big effort for them bouncing back. Bama, another one, man, so much better at home. Make no mistake, Coleman Coliseum is the biggest dump in the league. But they got that place rocking, man. And, and, you know, and they just don't, you know, you saw it on Saturday. I know they got embarrassed and. Maybe they'll pay more attention to, uh, you know, the defensive end. Oates called his team out uh, after the loss in Rupp. But Ole Miss is way more desperate. Any points at home, I'm looking at plus five and a half tomorrow night at the Pavilion. Jimmy Ott. Hey, uh, Jimmy, St. John's got a big win over Creighton on uh, Sunday morning. And now St. John's is a one, one and a half. I'm seeing two now. It's circa point dog at Butler. And you've also got Creighton at home as an eight and a half point favorite over Seton Hall. Either one of those games on your radar for Wednesday. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Matt, I think it's, uh, you know, the, you know, in that league too, UConn blows out Marquette in the top five matchup and it gets housed in Omaha by Creighton. Creighton turns around and gets, uh, and get beat, gets beat by double digits against St. John's on Sunday. But, you know, ice cream, man, I don't know if he's bringing out the all white suit again, but I got to take Butler and the bounce back in Indianapolis at ankle with this one minus the one against St. John's. So, uh, I was curious to see how, uh, how, you know, Patino's team would respond if they would quit on him because of the, you know, the, those quotes, but you know, they, they played hard, but still, man, it's hard to follow up a, an emotional win. And it was, they played great. It was gate to wire for that double digit win Sunday, but um, I'm just going to stay consistent with it. And, you know, we cashed in on, on, I don't know, is that the last court storm uh, fade that we got all year uh, with the, uh, you know, with the, the Notre Dame beating Wake Forest tonight, but same thing here, not a court storm, but a big emotional win for St. John's. I got Butler minus one. Hey, we're going to talk about Duke, by the way, the aftermath of the court storm and the uh, serious injury that Kyle Filipowski suffered. So serious that he's going to be on the floor. His soreness is uncertain. (laughs) Hey, hey, Jimmy, how about Oregon State, Oregon in the Pac-12? You got to play on this game. I'm seeing 11 and a half and 12 on the screen. 
You know, um, kind of noticed a little bit in the Apple Cup, especially that overtime game uh, in Seattle where Washington State just had a little something extra. You know, a little brother getting kicked to the curb uh, with these uh, these teams on their way to the uh, to the uh, the Big Ten. I think the same thing. And Oregon State has – they got smashed against USC. But minus that, they've been pretty competitive lately. They won outright for me on Saturday. I, I think they're going to be able to have a little – a little extra in a tank. Now, look, that didn't work for Texas Tech tonight, and that place was electric against Texas. So, I mean, it doesn't always work, but it's just a little – I'm big into these emotional angles, and I think Oregon State's going to definitely play with a lot of intensity. 12 is a lot in Eugene DeMar. Did we hit all your plays, or do you have anything else? One more. I'm a bounce back. Okay. The bounce back has been another one, and that's Creighton, man. You know, Creighton's yep. really yep. good. They're back home. They had their exhale spot on St. John. Again, never in it. My friends in Omaha said best environment ever uh, for a great game against UConn. So minus eight and a half back home. Man, they can, uh, they're explosive in the offense again against Seton Hall. All right, that's Jimmy Ott, ESPN Radio Baton Rouge. Jimmy, hopefully we'll see you out here at Circa during March Madness. Anytime, guys. Yes, indeed. I'll see you. Thank okay. you, Jimmy. Quick break. We come back. We're going to have uh, the radio TV call of the year from college basketball. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, new players can deposit $5 and get a no sweat bet up to 1000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings, official sports betting partner of the NBA, promo code VSIN. Wes, let's check in on the association. Uh, tonight, pretty good game in D.C. between the Golden State Warriors and the Wizards. And a uh, close cover for the Warriors, laying 10.5. Total of uh, 245.5. And, and Golden State gets to win 123 to 112. Yeah. Stays under and a uh, narrow cover 
for the Warriors. Yeah, uh, uh, Clay with uh, 25, Jonathan Kaminga with 21, is uh, uh, Wizards uh, still at 9 and 49. Uh, probably the game of the night early, though, was in Cleveland. Uh, about uh, Max Struess with the buzzer beater tonight for the Cleveland Cavaliers. A half court shot. Yeah, they get the win 121 to 119. Uh, uh, Luca with uh, 45, nine rebounds, and 14 assists. Not enough, though, as the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers uh, uh, do win by two this evening. Call uh, that a bad beat if you got the Mavericks plus money on the money line? I'd probably say so. Yeah. I'd probably that say, would, I'd probably say that was to a tough one because Cle- Cleveland actually, uh, uh, well, it was a nip and tuck game uh, pretty just, much the whole way. I'm talking about getting beat on a half Well, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, uh, other finals, uh, Magic 108 to 81 over Brooklyn. Atlanta, easy cover, 124 to 97 over the Jazz. Sixers still continue to struggle. Uh, without Joel Embiid, they get boat raced by the Celtics tonight, one seventeen to ninety nine. Brown and Tatum and Porzingis, eighty three combined points between them. I did. I, I wish I would have betted. Talking about it last night when you're saying, "Hey, what NBA stands out to you?" Pelicans uh, as road favorites. By the way, this went up to like six because Jalen Brunson got ruled out tonight. No Jalen Brunson, no Isaiah Hartenstein on the back to back. Pelicans get the win, one fifteen to ninety two. Detroit. As a double-digit underdog, they get a win in Chicago, 105-95. to Cade Cunningham with 26 to lead the Pistons. The Pistons were ticked off about what happened last night they in the were. Garden and played like it tonight yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, they, they right? certainly were, and they were absolutely motivated, and they showed it uh, on the court tonight. So Pistons now 9-49. and So now I think this might be the first time in the season – at least maybe since like the first couple of days of the season where the Pistons are not at the bottom in terms of wins in the league. They are joined at the bottom now with the Wizards because mm-hmm. they both have nine wins. So uh, well, that's something to be proud of. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. be surprised that the Pistons at least finish with more wins than the Wizards, even though they probably don't want to uh, get that one pick maybe in this week draft. But it's still a one pick uh, uh, Bucks 123 to 85 over the Hornets. Hornets have been playing pretty good basketball, but the Bucks absolutely destroy them. Uh, so they've been playing solid basketball since the the break T Wolves 114 to 105 over the Spurs. Uh, two late NBA games going right now in uh, Portland, Miami 78 to 72. Two minutes left to go in the third, and the Thunder 75 to 70 over the Houston Rockets. Three minutes left to go in the third. Yeah, I have to give uh, props to JVT, Jonathan Tobel, and Mitch Moss, who were hosting Follow the Money today, and they both run the Atlanta Hawks, laying a short number one and a half against the Jazz, and the Hawks won that by 27. So a nice VSIM pro winner for those guys on the show this morning. Let's get back to uh, college hoops. We're going to update some stuff. But, Wes, first got to look back at last night. Mm-hmm. The final winless team in college basketball dented the win column, and it was Mississippi Valley State, which was 0-27. And uh, last night the Delta Devils were home dogs, right? Yes. I think they were getting nine to Prairie View. They got the win, and fans stormed the court. No players were injured. Mm-hmm. The media did not get outraged and uh, call for a ban of court storming after last night's Mississippi Valley State game. But we have the TV call for you, and uh, we have to play this because I'll tell you, first of all, this is not John Shambi and Jay Billis on the call. No, it's no, not, no. But, but maybe that's but a good a, thing. It's an enthusiastic call, and you have to love it. Here is uh, the final call of the Mississippi, from the Mississippi Valley State TV side uh, when the Delta Devils won their first game last night. And Andre, that's game! And that will be game! And that will be game! And that's now for the first win! First ball, we saw on the court! And that's the ball on the court! We saw on the court! Oh my God! 
saying. The Mississippi Fat Delta Devils are currently on a one-game winning streak. With that game, the Prairie Panthers were five to ten and sixteen, five and ten to sweat. The Mississippi Panthers Devils Devils will improve to one and twenty-seven. What a senior! One and fourteen to sweat. Let's go! <laughs> That's from the Valley Sports Network. That, by okay. the way, is uh, Caleb Brunson and Andre Williams Jr., who are student announcers. Okay, I know that okay. surprised you because they looked older uh, than uh, normal college they didn't look students, like but, students. But yeah, they are student announcers. But you know what? I'm all I'm all for their I'm all for their excitement I because the excitement. they well they've they're, seen they're on a one game they've winning seen streak. 27 okay. losses uh, yeah. uh, this year. But look. I like these guys. I wouldn't mind like kind of an alternative crew on one of the announcer crews uh, for for one of these networks. Uh, these guys are enthusiastic. These guys were fun. They'd have like these guys. Maybe not call like the you know a deep in the final four, but these guys should like call the first four game. They 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 should they should call that sixteen versus sixteen game, which might involve a SWAC team like Mississippi Valley State. That'd be a fun lesson. Uh, by the way, the the uh, last winless team in uh, NCAA Division One college basketball was Grambling from right there in the SWAC. Oh, and twenty eight in the twenty twelve twenty thirteen season. There have been uh, uh, I believe four winless teams. I think there was some the winless teams during the pandemic shortened season twenty twenty, weren't there? Uh, I I did not see any. I don't okay. know. I don't know if they. Can count those sure. uh, uh but uh yeah njit did it a couple years before when they were 0 and 29 but mississippi valley state uh the delta devils from Minnesota, mississippi no longer winless uh i enjoyed that call from the young guys maybe there weren't any uh winless teams in 2020 actually the pandemic i think shut the season down like yeah uh it was like the first week of march wasn't it yeah because i remember i was headed over to the pac-12 tournament at t-mobile when i got the text message that Tournament's canceled. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't realize the March Madness and was going to be shut down, which is uh, similar to Christmas being canceled. Yes. Boy, that was a depressing time. That was, man. I, I remember uh, it was the Big East Tournament and the little St. John's uh, Red Storm mascot. There's a picture. You could find it and Google it uh, and find the image uh, sitting all by himself in Madison Square Garden. That, that's that's like mm-hmm. me where it's like, OK, the uh, West Reynolds fan club will come in session and it's just me surrounded by a bunch of uh, empty seats. Was the uh, mascot smoking a cigarette or anything? No, 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 but he probably could have been and nobody would have said anything to him. But, you know, how much betting action do you think there was in that Mississippi Valley State game last night? Because the uh, second to last winless team was Detroit about a week and a half ago. And I know you had that spot. You had that circled. You kept saying they're going to beat IUPUI. Yeah, and, and, and they, they did. did. And they did by double digits, actually, pretty easily. Uh, I wish I would have done the same thing last night. But Mississippi Valley, those the, those poor guys, uh, I'm very happy for them to get a win, though. But they they seem so hope. They seem so hopeless, Matt. It's like, OK, when are they fine? You you had a feeling maybe they were going to have one good night. Uh, by the way, they are 362 of 362 in the Ken Palm but 362 in adjusted offensive efficiency, 362 in effective field goal percentage, 362 in turnover percentage, 362 in two point percentage. Wow. 362 in terms of steal percentage, opponents stealing the ball from them. It's been a tough year. And then, look, they play that tough non-conference schedule. We talked about it last night. Uh, but they do get the win uh, now 1-14 in SWAC play, 1-27 overall, uh, uh, grambling uh, the leader in the SWAC right now. I think we got a major upset brewing in the Mountain West. West, you might know if this is final. My screen's not updating. The Utah State, Fresno State, and uh, the Aggies 
tied with San Diego State atop the Mountain West standings. Ten and a half point favorites in Fresno tonight. And I'm showing trailing by two in the final minute. Yeah, I have 61-52 with uh, 52 seconds left to go. Fresno State, by the way, uh, plus 470 on the money line at DraftKings. I think here in town at the stations, uh, they were 5-1 to one on the money line. It's been a tough year for Justin Hudson and Fresno State. Boy, this would be... This would be a horrible loss for Utah State. You're talking about, hey, you know, the Mountain West getting potentially five. Uh, I, I think six is a reach, but it's certainly not totally out of the question. But uh, Utah State here, oh, man, this would be a disaster. That's what you're just hoping to avoid here because now the schedule for Utah State after beating San Diego State at home, at Fresno, Air Force at home, at San Jose State, and then New Mexico at home. Yeah. All you got to do is avoid the landmines. And uh, landmines might get Danny Sprinkle and the Aggies here tonight. It is uh, now Fresno makes two foul shots, 63 to 59, 52 seconds left to go in Fresno. Well, we just watched New Mexico go down as an 18 and a half point favorite at home to Air Force over the weekend. This would be a bad loss for Utah State. I don't think I don't think the Mountain West is going to get six teams in. Some of these teams are taking bad losses here, Wes, and I think five is going to be the max for the Mountain West. Yes. Anyway, we've got some uh, conference tournament previews coming on VSEN, too. Hey, this is the end of uh, hour number one. Plenty to come in hour number two and three. Stay tuned to the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 